For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey, Google, play the Prescription for Purpose podcast. Playing Rx for Purpose on Spotify. Hey, girl, hey, and welcome to our bonus episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I'm really excited to bring our Bible study breakdowns, which are what these bonus episodes are going to be here to the podcast. Bible study breakdowns, if you have the Prescription for Purpose mobile app, it really is just a condensed Bible study. I really think that a lot of us think that if you don't have a lot of time, then you're not able to study the Word and really glean wisdom, understanding, and practical application, and that is not true. So I also um, wanted to teach you how to study the word. I think that a lot of us neglect to pick up our sword. Ephesians 6 tells us that it the word of God is our sword, okay? The word of God is our sword. It is so important and vital that we utilize the word of God as our sword. When you look at the armor of God, there's no other weapon, no other part of the armor that is an offensive weapon. And so many of us have been hurt by people because they're out here trying to use the word, okay? They're trying to take this word that is a weapon sharper than a two-edged sword, and they're out here using it and wielding it on people, and they don't know how to use it. And just like with a gun or a knife or anything else, if you start using the weapon and you don't know how to use it properly and for what it's supposed to be used for and the way it's supposed to be used, you're going to get hurt and you're going to hurt other people. Okay, that's a word for somebody. So my goal here is on our bonus episodes to take like five to 10 minutes and really walk you through studying these scriptures, showing you that you can apply God's word, showing you that time is not an excuse for you not to be spending time in the word because you have enough time. Now, the way these are going to be formatted, we are going to use the Renew Bible study method. If you are an OG listener, girl, you already know, I have taught the Renew Masterclass and the Renew Method to hundreds, if not thousands of women, um, showing them how to study the Word of God. It was a method that God gave to me when I was first saved, really learning how to study His Word and how to get in it because it was not giving. And I have had the privilege to share it with so many women around the world. And we're going to use the framework to really guide us through our study. Now, what is the Renew Framework? How do you apply it? It's simple. It's remove distractions, engage with the text, investigate the text. Yes, I know that I is in front of the end and investigate, but this is my framework. I'm gonna stick beside a friend, okay? Okay, then you are going to evaluate, essentially look at how this text applies to you, and then you're gonna walk it out. And this is where I'm going to teach you 
how to pick up your sword. So when you hear me say, this is how you're going to practically apply this, or this is how you're going to pick up your sword in regards to this scripture, that's what we're talking about. When we get into the author and the etymology of it all, we're investigating the text. We're, we're going to engage with the text. So it's really important that we do all of these things so we can have a full understanding and a conceptual understanding within context. Amen. About God's word and the scripture. This is easy peasy. If you would like to take the Renew Masterclass, you can download the app. I believe it's even on my YouTube channel. I think I'll, I'll link it here below. Um, it's in the app. When you open the app, we have Bible study breakdowns that come out daily and it's right there on the home screen. We have the framework and then we have the methodology that was developed on um, the PQRST to really help you do this on your own. Okay, so I'm excited about this. I know that it's going to be good. I really, really need y'all to understand how crippling biblical illiteracy is. The enemy is eating us up because we don't know how to study the word properly. And that won't be so here. Okay, so our first Bible study breakdown is coming from Proverbs 16 and 3. It's one of my favorite scriptures. It says, commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. Some other scripture says, or some other translations rather says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will be successful. And I want us to take a deeper dive into this. First off, we need to understand what does it mean to commit? Like, that's the first question I have. Commit how? Let, let's engage with this. Commit how? Who's doing the committing? What does that look like, right? How how do I know that God is pleased with the level of commitment that I'm giving? Okay, like this isn't a long passage. This isn't um, about or in, in the middle of a story. So we don't need to really like gather all of this information. It's just this. Commit your actions to the Lord. And your plans will be established. What does it even mean for our plans to be established? Well, once we start really taking a deep dive, and I'm going to be using my Bible study software, and I'm going to give y'all in the lexicon, which is a way that you can look up the definitions in the written language of the Bible. So the Old Testament is Hebrew, Aramaic. New Testament is Greek. There's a lot that gets lost in translation. It's too much for us to talk about right this second, but it's so important that you have a lexicon and in the Renew Masterclass or even in the Sus Pick Up Your Sword Bible Study Bundle, I give you all the tea and all the things that you need. So this word commit, because that's what we have questions about. By definition, I'm not going to try to pronounce this because I'm not about to mess up. You know, actually I will. It's G A. L-A-L, and there, it looks like the second A is like a long A, so we're going to go galail, period. That's what I'm going with. It means to roll, like a round stone rolled at the mouth of a cistern or a tomb, to, um, to, want, to roll one's cares onto the Lord, to know his strength, which sustains us in every difficult situation. So it says commit or roll upon Yahweh. So the Lord, your um, your way, trust on him. And, and as a result, he will act. Okay? And then it says, I love this. It says, God empowers us 
to act outwardly in keeping with what he already birthed within us. So if God is calling us to commit our actions to him, he's saying, you need to be so firm. You need to take all your cares, push them right on me, and you need to be rooted in what I've called you to do. Do you know why people could not believe that Jesus got up out that tomb? Because the stone that covers the tomb, those are heavy. So the fact that commitment requires us to be like this stone, we need to be unmovable. Unmovable. What does it mean to work? Our works, it's a deed to bring about, to perform. It brings, it means the doing. So to bring forth, carry out, to deal with, to build, prepare, provide. So we have to be willing to arrange. And it means that we have authorization to do this. Some of us are getting frustrated, boo, because we don't have, we are doing stuff that we have no business doing. Have you been authorized? I did a, a, a podcast last season about the difference between audacity and authority. Some of us are moving out of sheer audacity. God never told you to do that. You're doing it and that's not where he called you to. That's why you're so stressed out. That's why it's not supposed to be like this. Are you where you're supposed to be? Are you where God said you could be? That's what I want to know. What does it mean for us to have plans? Oh, that's good. It says to use the mind, to think out, to personally reckon, connecting your mental capacity to its personal expression, to account for, reflecting on the individual viewpoint and moral values, arriving at a personal opinion or resolution or working through an issue, preeminently used of God sharing his thoughts through imparting faith in the renewed mind, touching and transforming individuals, period. So the things that God has for us, the plans that God has for us, there is a level of accountability that we have. And He, God has to be able to really meet us at our capacity. He has to really be able to meet us at our capacity, which is requires of us to have a renewed mind. It requires us to be in God's faith. Faith. A lot of us reject the plans of God because they seem either so meaningless that we we overlook the impact that it could have, or they are so audacious that we are fearful and we don't remember that we're not responsible for the results. We're simply responsible for our obedience. So a lot of us are out here really not taking God serious. We may even say something. I love that it says that it connects your mental capacity to personal expression. In what way, what tangible way are you doing what God has called you to do? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So for me, I have been refusing to do video podcasts for the last two seasons. <laughs> Two seasons, I said, God, I ain't got it. I'm not doing it. 
but I wasn't then committed to the plan that God had for me. Me de- me denying doing video was me denying the plan that God had for my life, for the show, for this ministry, for y'all. Because what I said in my head, my mental capacity of, yes, God, I'll do anything you say until I'm uncomfortable. It wasn't, the click wasn't clacking. <laughs> okay. The click wasn't clacking, friend. And so now, although this is difficult, what y'all don't know is that my camera did cut up three, four times. Your girl has had to do this three, four times. <laughs> and I was ready to throw in the tile. Um, but now me, by me doing this, by me putting and having a team in place, having support in place, I'm showing God not only am I thinking the plan is not only something that you laid on my heart and my mind, I'm actually putting my actions where my mouth is. And sometimes that means putting your money where your mouth is. The team that helps me manage the show. Like that, that's a, a financial putting your money where your mouth is, the time that this is taking. Where are we really putting our resources that God is giving us? Because only once we commit our works to the Lord will the plans be established. What does it mean for something to be established? It means that we are appropriately arranged just in the right location that fits the need. It says this action expresses a close moral correspondence between the subject who arranges, that's God, and what is fashioned or prepared, that's us. So it shows how how much we correspond with God. God says go left, we go left. That is what this means. It means it's only then where we really see things starting to be put in place. It says placing something just Um, just as it is needed to make it secure. So if you're looking for security and you feel like you've been doing all of these things in the name of Jesus, I dare you to ask God, have I been following your plans? And have I been following your plans to the full extent? Because delayed obedience is still disobedience. Who child, this is good to me. So what do we need to know? We have all of our definitions. Um, I want y'all to know too, when you look, let's talk more about investigating. King Solomon wrote Proverbs, okay? The book of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. I feel like I'm forgetting one, but these are what's called wisdom books in the Bible. So if you need clarity, if you need instruction, just start reading Proverbs. It's not hard. I guarantee you, you will find what you need in Proverbs, honey, because Solomon reads us. That man asked God for understanding. That's a word all by itself. Solomon asked God for understanding before he asked him for anything else. Some of us need to ask God for wisdom and understanding is what Solomon asked for. Some of us need to ask God for wisdom and understanding. Wisdom being like, okay, God, I know I need the money, but also I need your instruction on how to handle the money so I can keep the money. Mm? Okay. Mm? Mm? That's good to me. That's so good to me. So this is so important because today, in today's time, Proverbs 16 and 3, us really being committed to God, reliant on him, only feeling like we are responsible for the actions that we're called to and not hyper-focusing on the results is so countercultural. 
it's so countercultural. We don't like to be reliant, but a lot of the issue that we face in our relationship with God is because of this toxic self-reliance, and we are not God. We are limited in our capacity, in our time, in our resources. God is not. And so this is really a reminder to us that as I go throughout my day today, I'm going to make sure that the actions that I'm doing, I'm committing them to God. Does this make sense? Does this make sense with what God is telling me to do? Remember, we just talked about success God's way. Why is this important to God? You can take those same questions that we talked about in this week's episode and apply it to this scripture. Are we really making sure that as we make decisions and we go about our day to day, that we are remaining committed to the plan that God gave to us? We love Jeremiah 29 11. Okay, we love Jeremiah 29 11, but we have to remember that it's God's plan that is built for a hope in the future, not the plan that we create. And then we want him to sprinkle some blessing on it and make it happen. No. So how can we really evaluate this? Here's some questions you need to ask yourself. What steps can I take to commit my daily tasks to God more deeply? Do you think about what you're doing or do you just be doing stuff? So just like what thing, what steps can I take? What things do I need to stop doing? Because when I say yes to something, I say no to something else. And what areas of my life is seeking God's guidance most crucial? What areas are you hiding from God that you haven't allowed him to touch? God, I'll serve you, but I'm not going to let you help me with my finances. Okay, sis. Now let's hop into walking it out or practically picking up your sword. I have four things for you that you can start doing to really arm yourself and put the scripture into action. First, I want you to begin each day by offering your plans to God, seeking his guidance in everything. I literally have my planner right here. I have all my stuff written out. And then I look at my schedule for the day and say, okay, God, this is what we have to do. Show me if there's anything that needs to take priority, what things need to get moved. Okay, this is going to really just strengthen you in making it a habit of seeking God first around your plans. Next, make sure that you are chasing a career that God has purposed you to and you're not being moved by like money. I love what I do as a nurse practitioner. It's not always pretty, but there are times where I know God has specifically used me. And so I can see how my purpose and my professional life have merged together. This is going to really allow you to start not having God be segmented in your life, but really be a part of everything that you do. I'm not saying go and quit your job right now. I'm saying that you need to even at the very least ask God how he can use you on your job. How can you use me right here, right now? Then reflect on your dedication to God and how you interact with others, making each relationship an expression of God's love. If you are new here, here's the definition of love. Love is choosing God's choices. So when it comes to your marriage, your kids, your friends, your family, even people that you don't like, who don't act like children of God, but at the very least, those are his creations. How are you choosing God's choices in terms of handling those people? 
It's going to really cause you to be committed in all of the things that you do. And then finally, if you are facing challenges, I want you to prioritize turning to God for guidance first, trusting his wisdom, and following through. If you have not prayed, if you have not talked to God about it, do not talk to anybody else. That is a rule that I made for myself last year. It is serving me well. That before I can even tell my husband about how X, Y, and Z happened and is getting on my nerves, I have to open my mouth and audibly have conversation with God about it. Not just silently in my heart, okay? I audibly do it because I'm training myself to go to God first for guidance. And when I tell y'all, there are some of these, some of the stuff he's been solving lickety split. Lickety split, okay? And there's just been so much more peace and so much more joy in my life because not only does it reinforce the fact that God cares, but it also reinforces to me like God really be hearing me. Imagine how much more you would feel loved and connected if you start going to God first and then he solves issues like that that has happened to me. There's just a level of knowing him that you get to experience. So, That is it for this Bible study breakdown. I promise y'all the rest are not going to be this long because I ain't got it. (laughs) I ain't got it. But also these are supposed to be um, abbreviated studies so you can still see the richness that you get. But I really wanted to preface all of the things that we talked about here. I want to show you like there's still so many things that we have not touched in regards to this scripture that you can really get into. And if you would like to see more Bible study breakdowns, you can download the Prescription for Purpose mobile app. If you need help with studying the word, grab the sis, pick up your sort Bible study bundle. I love you, girl, and I will see you next week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.